Christian Therapy Podcast. It is your host, Aisha Barano. Let's get into today's episode. So today we're going to be diving into 1 Thessalonians chapter 3, and I'm going to be reading from the Passion Translation today. So to give you some context, if you have not listened to the first few episodes that we've done on this podcast i would encourage you to listen to it um and at the very least um listen to the ones that deal with first thessalonians and starting from chapter one the reason i say that is chapter in that episode in particular i give you more context as to what happened and why the letter was written to the thessalonica church at the time And so if you don't listen to that episode, you might not understand the context and how we got into chapter three. So at this stage, Paul is basically saying to the Thessalonican church that when they could not bear it any longer, they remained in Athens, right? But then they sent Timothy to see them, right? So Paul was unable to travel um, due to a lot of the persecutions that was happening they couldn't reach the Thessalonican church. So Paul was like, okay, let me think about this. What should I do? Let me send Timothy in my stead to see how you guys are faring. Okay. So, so then he talks about who Timothy is in verse two. He's talking about how Timothy is a beloved brother and a coworker with God in preaching the gospel. Okay. Um, and then Paul was basically saying that the reason he sent Timothy was because he knew Timothy would strengthen their hearts and encourage them and strengthen their faith so that they wouldn't be shaken by the by the thoughts and the news about the persecutions, okay? Um, because they know that Christians are destined for the sort of persecu- persecution that Paul was experiencing at the time, okay? So he was basically saying, okay, ima- imagine Paul can't go. So he's sending Timothy, Timothy, go in my stead, go see how the Thessalonican church are doing. Make sure you strengthen their faith. Make sure you encourage them. I'm sure that they've been hearing about all the persecutions that Paul and his people were going through. So Paul was basically sending Timothy to encourage them to keep pressing on, to keep themselves in the faith and not give up because persecutions, that's what's christians you're destined for okay so then he goes on to say the fact that you know he had forewarned the thessalonican church that there would be persecution and so the persecution that the church were facing at the time is not shocking okay but he still felt like he needed to see how they were doing he didn't just want to say okay he's warned them in the past and that should be enough he wanted to see how the church was doing so if i read verse 5 it talks about for this reason when i could endure it no longer i sent our brother this is timothy to find out if your faith was still strong for i was concerned that the tempter which is satan who's also seen as the adversary the accuser of the brethren had somehow enticed you and our labor would have been in vain. So Paul was genuinely concerned that with the news of everything going around with the persecutions that Christians were suffering at the time, that the Thessalonican church may have given up. So he wanted Timothy to go and check on them, make sure, check and see if their faith is still strong, encourage them so that they know that they know everything that is going on and the fact that it's persecution that was expected and just basically encourage them. 
And then verse 6 talks about, but now Timothy has just returned to us and brought us the terrific news of your faith and love. He informed us that you still hold us dear in your heart and that you long to see us as much as we long to see you. So now Paul is saying that he's now, Timothy has now come back with good news, you know, of the Thessalonican church, of their faith, of their love. And the fact that they still hold Paul and the people and everyone still dear in their hearts. And basically everyone is sort of longing to see Paul and the people and, you know, all that good stuff. So he was basically happy to hear that they kept, they've kept the faith. And so in verse 7, it says, So our dear brothers and sisters, in the midst of all our distress and difficulties, your steadfastness of faith has greatly encouraged our hearts. And when I thought about this, I'm like, imagine this too. Persecution was happening left, right, center. And these Thessalonican church still managed to stay strong in the face of adversity, right? And... Even when Timothy was sent to them, Timothy could have come back with a terrible report. Timothy could have come back and said, oh, the whole church, everyone has dispersed, you know, with the persecution going on, everyone is running for safety. Everyone is going to hide. But that was not the report that Timothy brought. Timothy only brought good report. And it just makes me wonder, like, In the face of persecution, will your faith still stand the test of time? Will your faith still stand strong? Can this be the report that is said of you? If, for example, in uh, where you live now, it becomes illegal to be a Christian, would you still openly confess that you're a Christian? Would you still be a Christian? Would you still try to win souls or would you hide away so that no one can find you? Would you denounce Christ and join whatever religion the government says that you should join at the time? And I want, no one can answer the question for you. So you just have to search inwards and think. The way I, and be honest with yourself, if you're not there yet, that's totally fine for now. Because at least right now, we're not facing this kind of persecution. But what you need to do if if your answer is that you're going to denounce Christ and be honest with yourself, you know the truth. If, for example, they said you're going to lose your job today if you, if you claim that you're a Christian, most people will be like, oh, I'm, I'm keeping the job. I'm going to say I'm not Christian. God knows my heart. No. God doesn't want Christians that will cower and hide at the sign of persecution. He wants us to stand sure confident in who we have received confident in who we are in christ confident that yes these light afflictions work for us a far more you know great and eternal weight of glory you know it calls them light afflictions you know and so is that what we're going to be is is are we going to be that one that stays to the end and says i'm a christian through and through you know, if you guys are not accepting Christians, I'm going to go out there and find somewhere where I would be accepted. You know, I'm not going to stay at this job, who the job where they've insisted that I, ha- I can't be Christian, you know. I know right now, you might be in a country where you're thinking this can never happen. But think about it. So many things we thought could never happen has happened in the last two years. So 
we just have to be on guard as Christians. Be on guard and continue to hold hold on to your faith. Don't let your faith go down. Don't let your faith waver. Stand strong. Let your testimony be that you stood strong and withstood everything through it all. And so Paul, and I'm just going to continue back into the scriptures. And so Paul basically was saying like, you know, he's so grateful and he's so thankful to God for the fact that this church has stayed strong and all of that. Right. And then he goes on to talk about how every day and night they pray for them fervently sincerely you know they pray for them and pray that you see so let me read verse 10 it says every night and day we sincerely and fervently pray that we may see you face to face and furnish you with whatever you may be lacking in your faith so paul is also saying that you know every day and night they're praying so that they may see them face to face so that they can give them whatever it is that is lacking in their faith And you may be wondering, how can they do that? By speaking words. The Bible says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So if faith is going to increase and faith is going to come, they have to hear the word. And so that's why Paul is saying that they can furnish them with whatever is lacking in their faith. And so if you continue reading, it says... Now, may our Father God and our precious Lord Jesus guide our steps on a path straight back to you. And may the Lord increase your love until it overflows towards one another. Wow. And for all people, just as our love overflows towards you, then your hearts will be strengthened in holiness so that you may be flawless and pure before the face of our God and Father at the appearing of our Lord Jesus with his holy ones. Amen. Okay, there's a lot to unpack here. So he's saying that may God increase the love that is within them until it overflows, right? So may God increase the love that they have towards each other. So the love that the people in the Thessalonican church have towards each other, but also for all people. So he didn't just stop there. Not just for that particular church, for all people, the love that they have towards all people, right? And then the big part is, it then says then, which means everything in verse 13 is dependent on whether or not they love that o- the love it overflows within them, Okay. So, for example, like I said, the Bible isn't written in verses. It was placed in verses for our understanding. So when something, when you do Bible study and you realize that a verse starts with then or and or something, that means something came before it that needs to be read in conjunction, right? So now... If we think back and say, okay, verse 13, it says, then your heart will be strengthened. So your heart will be strengthened in holiness when you increase in love towards one another and towards all people. So the big thing here is that you are required to increase in love. You are required to increase in love till it overflows. Then your heart will be strengthened in holiness 
so that you may be flawless and pure before the face of our God and Father at the appearing of the Holy of the our Lord Jesus with the Holy Ones. Now the appearing is the second coming. That's when Jesus comes with all all the saints. Okay? So that that's that's what it's talking about here. And yeah, and then that's where we will end it for today. Thank you very much for listening. So just before we end today's episode, um, if you have not said the prayer of salvation, which means that you have not given your heart to Jesus Christ, I want to give you an opportunity to give your heart to Christ now. Um, So one of the big things that I have to emphasize is the fact that you have to believe completely um, with all of your heart and you have to speak forth. So which means you have to say it um, whilst believing in your heart. Now, it is not enough to believe. You have to believe and speak. um, And it's not enough to speak without believing. So it requires both. So now I'm going to say the prayer of salvation and I need you to repeat it after me. Oh Lord God, I believe with all my heart in Jesus Christ, Son of the living God. I believe he died for me and God raised him from the dead. I believe he's alive today and forevermore. I confess with my mouth that Jesus Christ is the Lord of my life from this day. Through him and in his name, I have eternal life. I am born again. Thank you, Lord, for saving my soul. I am now a child of God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. If you have said this prayer, welcome to the family of God. You are now a child of God. You are now born again. You can confidently say, I am born again. Glory to God. And so now if you want to learn more about how to live your life as a born-again Christian, I will encourage you to go back and listen to every single episode on this podcast. Just keep listening and you will continue to see the transformation in your life. And also I will encourage you to go out there, go on Google and search for Now That You're Born Again by Chris Oyakilome. And if you review that, you will see in the book it explains carefully what happens now that you've given your heart to christ it explains clearly what you have received as a child of god and so i will encourage you to actually go and read the book it's a really short book it's a pdf um, version and it is free online too and if for whatever reason you're unable to get the book just send me a direct message on christian therapy um um, using the Christian therapy ha- handle um, on Instagram. Um, yeah, so just send me a direct message and I will organize for it to be sent to you. So yeah, thank you so much um, for listening to today's episode. God bless you and I will see you next time. Bye.